Romans chapter 5 verse 8 For God commended his love towards us In that while we were yet sinners Christ died for us So it's not about what we have done Or what we will ever do It's about his love for us I can boldly tell you That it's not about what you have done It's not about what you are doing It's not about what you will ever do God loves you And you need to realize that because he loves you He will not need you In what you are going through that song we sang earlier thank you it's a very old song for the things you've done for us your precious memories that you left with us we just want to thank you God we appreciate you, Lord. And finally, we've come this far to give you all our praise. Oh, thank you for the things you've done for us. Oh, precious. Memories that you left with us. We just want to thank you, Lord. We appreciate you, Lord. And finally, we've come this far to pay you all our prayers. Oh, can we sing it one more time? Thank you. Thank you for the things you've done for us. Oh, precious memories that you left with us. We just want to thank you, Lord. Oh, we appreciate you, God. And finally, we've come this far to sing you all our praise. Oh, can we sing it one more time? And this time, let's personalize it. Thank you for the Things you've done for me, for me, the precious personalizing memories that you left with me. Oh, I just wanna thank you, Lord. I appreciate you, Lord, and finally I've come. This far to give you all praise. Oh, one more time, personalize it. Thank you. Thank you for the things you've done for me. The precious memories that you left with me. Oh, I just wanna thank you. Oh, I appreciate you, God. And finally, I 
Somebody excited to see this year. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You know, I remember back then when we were in the 90s, they were talking about Vision 2020. <laughs> How many of us had that, you know, that stuff? Praise God. You know, I, I believe some nations were able to meet up with Vision 2020, but I doubt if our nation made it. Praise God. Someone said Vision 2020. We are ready in 2020. We've not accomplished it. Then they'll begin to talk about vision 2050. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. But we are grateful to God uh, for bringing us into this year. Glory to God. Uh, this year is going to be, a, um, I mean, this month is going to be the month that we're clocking a year um, in Lagos. And um, it's been a wonderful journey so far. You know, God has provided for us. He has met all our needs. Amen. Um, Ato always tell us that when I was coming to Lagos, my mind was always working. How are we going to be paying for venue? You know, um, every week, you know, until maybe, you know, we're able to, you know, build and, you know, our own place and all of that. But God um, showed himself faithful. Showed himself faithful. He raised men to help us it is meant to support us and for that we are grateful to him hallelujah glory to god can you help me celebrate jesus one more time while you're seated just celebrate jesus with a clap offering hallelujah amen glory to god all right um some of us um that were around last week had already declared the word um, that God gave to us for the year 2020. I've declared it to us. And one thing I uh, want us to do, I want us to receive that word. I want us to believe in that word and I want us to run with it. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Because you see, the measure of manifestation uh, in your life is going to be equal to the measure of your belief. Are you following me this morning? The measure of manifestation, the manner in which you will see these things unfold is going to be dependent on the level of your belief in the things that have been declared. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And you see, I want to just, you know, share because that's what we're going to be looking at uh, in the month um, of January. Hallelujah. God has declared to us that it's our year of visitation. Glory to God. And we're going to be looking deeply into it what exactly does God mean when he says to us that it's a year of visitation? Amen. And this morning I want to start from the book of Revelation. I want us to go to the book of Revelation. Um, you know, these are times that, um, you know, knowledge is on the increase. Knowledge is on the increase. Um, knowledge is even at our fingertips. Praise God. I was sharing along that line last week with us. You know, just go on Google, ask Google anything. Google will have something to tell you. Glory to God. How do I kill myself? Google will tell you. Praise God. That's how bad it has become. And you see, the scriptures warns us about knowledge. Because there's a, there's a place you can get to in life that knowledge 
no longer becomes profitable to you especially when it comes to God and the things of God hallelujah glory to God knowledge can puff up knowledge can make you proud when you look at the people who say that they were once Christians and now they no longer believe in the existence of God or they tell you that you know how many of you know that you know the, the number of those guys are on the increase let me see your hands up I mean seriously seriously except you're not on social media but if you're on social media you will find out that the number of people who are coming to say that they no longer believe in God is on the increase and the number of people that are saying they no longer believe in the church of God is actually too on the increase. Glory to God. Glory to God. But you see, God will always leave himself a witness. He will always. He will always leave himself a witness. God will always find somebody that will still stand for him in the midst of the chaos that may be going on in the world. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So knowledge is on the increase. And because of the increase in knowledge, a lot of people are moving into areas where they're not supposed to move into. Now, when I'm talking of areas, I'm not talking of physical location. I'm talking about in their reasoning faculty. Are you following me? Because knowledge can perform. You can become so proud because of the uh, 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 amount of knowledge that you have access to. Glory to God. I saw something on somebody's page and I had to share it. Praise God. I don't know how many of you saw it. He said, you know, uh, the only group of people on the face of the earth that come together to fight what they think does not exist. Then he called them atheists. Praise God. I mean, how can you say you are fighting what you say does not exist? You don't understand what I'm saying. <laughs> you, don't, you don't get it. Something does not exist and you are fighting it. You are trying to prove that it's not, you understand, you can beat somebody who says God exists. If it does not exist, then <laughs> why are you trying to fight it? Why are you trying to prove it? Glory to God. So the fact that you are trying to fight what you think does not exist shows the existence of that thing. You don't fight what does not exist. You don't come into this place and you see me doing like this and there's nobody I'm fighting. You will probably call all the church members and say, please, let's, let's, let's tie this pastor up. Something is, something is wrong. Praise God. Hallelujah. But when you have conversation with these guys, you will find out that it's knowledge that has brought them to that point. And knowledge, as much as it's profitable, could also be dangerous. Praise God. So at every point in time, we must make ourselves available for the right knowledge. Are we still together? And that's what we do whenever we come together as a church. Listen, can I share this with you? Now, I'm not saying this to you to get you to come to church every Sunday all through year 2020. But this is the year where we need to take the things of God more seriously. This is the year where we need to gather more with the saints of God. Because if you do not gather more with the saints of God, there are so many things that are flying around. There are so many things that are flying around. And God help you, you go catch the bug. Amen. <laughs> or you catch the flu. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We must make up our minds to continually gather with the saints of God. The Bible says how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. It says it's like the dew of Hammon. It's like the oil that flows from the head of Aaron down to his beard and down to his skirt. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So many in those days were wearing skirts. Amen. 
I said amen. Oh, you didn't hear me. I said amen. Uh, many of those days were wearing skirts. Hallelujah. Maybe it was the women that were wearing trousers. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I said glory to God. So we must ensure we gather with the saints. Because there's something about the gathering of the saints. He said it's like the dew of Hammon. The dew of Hammon. It's like the oil that flows from the head of Aaron. And when he's talking about oil, you know, one of the things that oil signifies is ease. Oil makes things easy. Are you following me? Are you following me? When you have a door that you are finding difficult to open, maybe because of the hinges, pour oil and let the oil soak the hinges. Come back. You will find out that it becomes more easy. Hallelujah. Glory to God. This is the year where you need to be established in your local church. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You need to be established in a local church. And I'm going to show you something quickly in the book of Revelations. Are you there? Come on, are you there? Book of Revelations chapter 2. Verse 1. It says, unto the church, unto the angel of the church of Ephesus, light. Unto the angel of the church of Ephesus, it says what? Light. Now, you know, if you if you read from Revelation chapter 1, you know that this conversation was a conversation between John while he was on the island of Patmos with Jesus. Glory to God. That's why if you're using the red letter translation, you find out that the words that we're read, reading, they are written in red. They are the words of Jesus to John on the island of Patmos. Now, he said to John that, see, this is what you're going to write. Now, what you are writing is going to be to the angel of the church of. Are you following me? That means whatever John was penning down on that island was written to the angels that they may see it and convey that message to the church that was in Ephesus. Are we still together? So what that simply means is that there was a church in Ephesus who John was writing to his angel. Are you following me? Now that angel is going to carry out the instruction that John was writing down. Are you with me? Come on, are you with me? Now when you go further down and get to verse 8 of that particular chapter. Now from verse 1 to verse 7 were the instructions to that angel of the church at Ephesus. Now in verse 8, he says, And unto the church, unto the angel of the church, in what? In Sinai. He says, Write these things. Unto the angel of the church in Sinai. That means the angel... I mean the church that was in Sinai, praise God, because I want you to follow what I'm preaching or what I'm teaching this morning. That means to the church in Ephesus, there was an angel that was assigned to that church. Are you following me? The church in Sinai, there was an angel that was assigned to that church. There are several angels, probably billions of angels. But there are angels assigned to different churches. That's why he's saying to the church in Ephesus, the angel writes to it. To the church in Sinai, he says what? Writes to it. Now in verse 12, he says, And to the angel of the church in what? In Pagamos. There was a church also in Pagamos. Now this morning, the, the, the message to those churches is not, is not really our focus. Praise God. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Praise God. 
that, that, that's not our focus this morning maybe during the course of the year God will have us look in that direction praise God but what I want you to see is that each, each one of these children they have angels assigned to them there are angels assigned to them. The church in Ephesus, the church in Sinai, the church in Pagamos. Then when you read verse 18, it says, And unto the church, and unto the angel of the church in Thyatira. Praise God. It says, Write these things. Glory to God. Now, when you go further down and you get to um, uh, um, uh, chapter 3, of this scripture of revelations he says and unto the church angel of the church in what oh are you reading with me are you reading with me to the angel of the church in where in sadis he says right when you look at verse 7 he says unto the angel of the church in where in philadelphia praise god hallelujah i think they are speaking to the church in philadelphia and u.s praise god <laughs> In verse 14, and it says, And unto the angel of the church, in what? In Laodiceans. So, each one of these church, they have angels assigned to them that Jesus was instructing that certain messages should be passed to these angels and down to his church. Are you following me? Come on, are you following me? Now, I, I want you to follow me. Now, you will find out that you know, like I said, we're not looking at the depth of um, whatever it is. Can you follow me, Mark? Follow me. Make sure you follow me. Praise God. Um, I, I, I'm not looking at the, the, the depth or, uh, or the things that were said to these churches. Praise God. But what it simply means is that for the people that are alive during this particular era, for them to be a partaker of whatever it is that Jesus was saying to those churches when you are a believer, what it means is that you must be a part of one of those churches. Follow me, follow me, follow me, follow me on the keyboard. That's what I'm saying. Praise the Lord. Are, are we still together? That means you can't call yourself a believer at that time and you say, okay, I'm going to partake of whatever it is that Jesus was saying to these churches. You must belong to a part of one of those churches. Are you following me? And that's why I'll go back to what I said earlier. It's important you are established in a local church. These are times because of knowledge or maybe because of the misbehaviors of, of pastors. Praise God. People are saying, hey, I don't want to belong to any church. Let me just wake up on a Sunday morning and just walk into any church. Glory to God. When you do that way, you don't belong to a particular church. Do you understand what I'm saying? You must be in a particular place for you to partake of whatever the angel of that house is declaring upon that house. Oh, I hope somebody is getting what I'm saying. I hope somebody is getting this. You must belong to a church. You must be a part of a local church. You must be able to say yes. This is the church that I attend. And not just you saying this is the church you attend. The pastor, the leadership of that church must be able to beat their chest and say yes, he's a member of our church. Because whatever Jesus was saying here to John to pen down, you must be a part of one of these church to be a partaker of whatever is being said. Oh, are you following me? And you know, people came again and began to say that you know whatever you want the year to be is what it will be that people should discard you know <laughs> excuse me someone came on i think 
two days to 31st night and we'll say very soon churches will begin to declare different kinds of words for the year and it's, it was it was more like he was giving a warning you know kind of that you know you shouldn't concern yourself too much about whatever it is they are saying you should concern yourself about your own life and do you understand what i'm saying but you see when you have not studied enough that's when you make such a statement if you have not studied enough there are words given to different churches through the angels and i believe that because it's a new say see god is the one that established times and seasons you remember we saw that last week in the book of daniel chapter 2 he's the one that set up times and seasons the reason now the calendar was a human idea are you following me but you see if god had not arranged the times and seasons in the order in which they are no matter how much that human being that founded the calendar was wise he would not have been able to find it are you following me come on are you following me see sometimes i sit down and i look and say you know amatan always comes every december that means god set the times there's a do you understand what i'm saying he's the one that set the times the different times and season when the raining season will start when amatan will come when winter will come when snow will fall in Jaws, in Jaws, it was it was about seven degrees centigrade in Jaws. I mean, extremely cold. Somebody posted something online, you know, it was a pipe that was supposed to bring out water. It was bringing out ice blocks. Ice block. I don't know how many of us saw it. it was bringing out ice block. Very cold in Jaws. And my daughter was saying, "Wow, ice block." I said, "Ah." I said, "This one is bringing out ice block." I said, "Where?" You know, my younger brother relocated to Canada about two months ago. I said, where Okulai is, eh? The, his tap is not just bringing out ice block. He's living inside ice block. <laughs> you know? My brother will call me on, on you know, WhatsApp video call and he'll be shivering. <laughs> and he'll tell me the number of shirts he's putting on. When he came home some weeks ago, he said, ah, he said, all these designer you people are wearing about. He said, nobody sent designer there. He said, if you like, wear 7 million naira shirts. He said, that 7 million naira shirts, it is pullover you used to cover it. Nobody sees it. Nobody's seen it. You know? So, but God set times and seasons. And I believe so strongly that at different times and seasons, there are different things that he wants to do. Because during the raining season, he sends the rain. Are you following me? During the winter, he sends the snow. When it's summer, he sends the sun to shine. You see, we in this part of the world or in this on this part of the globe, we may not really appreciate what season is because you know we just have you know there's rainy season and there's dry season. Praise God. That's all we know. But for people that experience summer, they experience winter, they experience you know autumn, they experience spring, they will appreciate the beauty of seasons. The beauty of sea and God is the one that and a different season there are different things that he wants to do so if God gave the knowledge of the calendar to a particular human and he says January 1st to December 31st and you find out that during the course of that year the season we experienced last year we will experience it this year about the same time chronological arrange coming up
up at their different time. It shows that there's somebody behind the scene who is in charge of the arrangement of those seasons. Why are you following me? And the same way it does different things in different seasons. Sending rain during the rainy season. Sending the snow during the winter. The same way. And the turn of the calendar. I believe so strongly that it can decide that this turn of the calendar. This is what I'm going to be doing in your life. Or oh, are you following me? This is what I want to do. And it is said to the angel of the church in different locations. I believe that every church on planet earth has an angel assigned to them. Oh, you didn't get me. Come on, you didn't get me. That means as love domain family assembly, there's an angel assigned to us. There's an angel. If love domain family existed when John was on the island of Patmos, no, who knows? Maybe he will have said, Right unto the angel of the church of love domain family assembly in Lagos. Are you following me? Are you following me? So, what that means is that this year. The angel of this house, what God is saying to us through the angel is that this year is our year of visitation. Oh, you didn't get what I just said. Because I, I didn't make that up. I, I, don't, I don't make it up. I speak as I hear. What I hear is what I say. And he's saying to us that this year there is going to be visitation for each and every one of us. From Kuala to Akure, from Akure to Lagos, visitation, visitation. For every single one of us, visitation. Visitation in our job, visitation in our career, visitation in our health, visitation in our marriage, in our relationship, visitation, in our business, visitation. It's a year of visitation. He's speaking through the angel of his church. Now, how would you be a partaker of that which he's saying if you don't belong to that church? Or do you understand what I'm saying? Come on, do you understand what I'm saying? You know, to Christ's embassy, there's a word that was given to their angel. And the man of God in charge has declared it. Are you following me? To redeem, redeem Christian church of God. The word of God to them has been declared through the mouth of the angel to the man of God who has declared it. If you understand what I'm saying? Different churches, God has declared what he wants to do in this season of their lives to them. That's why I say again to you that this year, if you have never taken being part of a local church seriously, this is the year that you need to begin to consider to take it more seriously. Because for these words to come to pass, you must belong to a particular church. Are you following me? Are you following me? You know, I just remember something now. You know, one of those comedy shows, praise God. I've forgotten the commander that was saying, you know, you know, they used to abuse people that sit in the crowd, praise God. You know, I've forgotten who it was that looked, I think there was an albino that was sitting in front, praise God. And the guy just looked at the albino and said, you are neither white nor black. You know, you are confused. <laughs> praise God hallelujah this year don't be confused don't be confused this year you must be in a particular place if God wants you to be here be here are you following me come on are you following me because these words will come to pass in your life if you're a part of the denomination that is declaring that word are you following me are you following me you 
must be acting. And you see, when we talk about God rewarding our labor, the Bible says God is not unfaithful to forget our labor of love. If you're going to be laboring in love, there's a place you will exercise that labor. Oh, you don't get what I'm saying. There's a place you will exercise that labor. There's a gift, there's a talent that God has given to you and that you need to exercise it. And if you don't belong to a particular place, how would you say that I'm exercising these gifts? Or are you following me? I know people go to churches for different reasons. You understand? For some people, they can't attend a small church. You know why? Because the big churches, they'll find connections. Praise God. Hallelujah. You know? <laughs> And for guys like us those days, praise God, the big churches will have many babes. Amen. You understand what I'm saying? You know, we go to church, we look for babes. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I remember several people that came into Love Domain family in assembly in Akure. They came looking for babes. And you know, Love Domain family, God always bless us with beautiful, beautiful babes. Amen. Just look around you. Look around you. Look around you. Oh, yeah. Look around. Look around. Just look around. Praise God. You can even go towards the bar. Praise God hallelujah they come and that's what they're looking for but in the process of looking for babes praise god they get they got something else hallelujah glory to god so we must take it seriously if we have a gift we're going to exercise it, exercise it we must be in a place where we'll be able to labor and exercise that gift the bible says god is not unfaithful to forget our labor of love there must be a place where you exercise that work for god to say your labor i will not forget it i will remember it are you following me are you following me the truth of the matter i can't be in a job i always tell people this forget the fact that i'm a pastor or forget the fact that i'm the pastor of this church whatever i do in this place i'm not doing it because i'm the pastor i'm doing it because this is my church now when i say this is my church i'm not saying because i'm the owner i'm not even the owner of the church do you understand what i'm saying because what i do here if i was in christ embassy i would have done the same if i was in believers love world in redeem in trev wherever do you understand what i'm saying i would have done exactly the same how will i be in a place and my impact is not felt how will i be in a place and i leave the place and nobody can say ah if pastor banji was here we know things will arrange you understand i usually tell people in akura i said when i was uh, you know i pastored in center for reality my pastor is going to be here in two weeks time to be a blessing to us hallelujah glory to god i pastored with him for about two years in abado i was the associate pastor in abado oh my god oh my god while i was there they felt my impact and because do you understand what i'm saying they felt my even my pastor knows feels my impact hallelujah glory to god you know I, I i tie his shoelace and i don't take pride in it i tie his shoelace i wear his socks for him i tie his shoelace you know after i dress his up i make sure his ties arrange everything praise god you know <laughs> i go look for bring my perfume spray it on his body you know so pass the hair to walk him here praise god and after i left nobody does that for him so sometimes there are special meetings in Ibadan. immediately i get there into his office maybe he's dressing up i just go on my knees and i begin to tie his shoe and he looks at everybody in his church and he says ah he just shakes his head one year they were do, going to do ignite i think that was the year that was the year bob feet was going to come the previous year it was domwen that came that was the first time domwen was going to be in the city of Ibadan. reverend benga brought domwen to Ibadan for the first time the following year was bob feet that was coming and i came in late 
because I had something to do in Agure. So he was already agitated. They've not done this. They've not done this. They've not put this in place. They're not doing it. So when I came, when I entered this office, I said, man of God, man, you understand. You know what his wife said? His wife just looked at him and said, Shock on his balay. Pastor Banji today. Pastor Banji today. And it's just inborn in me. Immediately I started processing. What are the things that needs to be done? So I started asking questions. Son Chile, Son Chile, Son Chile, Son Tishi. Okay, oh yeah, you go and do this. Son Chile, Son Tishi. You understand? It's, it's just me. So when I do those things here, it's not because uh, it's his church. Do you understand what I'm saying? We are all we are all laboring in the vineyard of God. Are you following me? And at one point in time or the other, God will say to you that I've not forgotten your labor of love. The same way the labor of Mordecai was remembered at some point in your life when you really, really need that help, God will say that I remember your works. I have not forgotten your works. For Mordecai felt he had been forgotten. He felt what he had done had totally been forgotten. In fact, that was the night that Ammon was planning to remove the head of Mordecai from his neck. But the Bible says on that night, the king could not sleep. The king looked for sleep, but he could not find sleep. And he said, Well, I don't know what's wrong with me, but I can't sleep. All right, while I'm awake, let me keep myself busy. Bring, bring the book of remembrance and begin to read it to me. And as they were reading several people's story, I'm sure they read the story of Buki, they read the story of Ajala. They read the story of Ajayi. Are you following me? They kept going. But nothing clicked. Are you following me? Because somehow they were not. Whatever it is that they did was not in the agenda of God. Are you following me? Are you following? But immediately they read about Mordecai. And the one who was reading was about to progress. The king said, stop. That particular guy. What has been done for him? And he said, sir, nothing. No. And that was when his enemy walked into the palace and the king said Cabo what do you think we can do for the man in whose heart the king's delight and the Bible says Amon thought it was himself then he began to recount all the things he had been envying about the king he said let the king's ring be put on that man's finger let the king's robe be put on him let let get the, the white horse of the king and put that but let somebody the, the man will not climb it somebody will carry the man and place the man on that horse then somebody will now stand in the front of that horse and be pulling it around the whole city and be announcing that this is the man in whose heart the king's delight and the king said mm, that's a very good one he said exactly as you have said go and do so to Mordecai I'm sure his heart must have stopped for that moment more, more what? the more he was coming to ask for his head was the same more that they were asking him to go on an honor listen to me when God decides to remember your labor of law things are going to shift and I guess year 2020 is the year your labor of love will be rewarded oh so much reward coming upon your life so much reward coming upon your life so much reward coming upon your life it will show in your work it will show in your business it will show in your career God will reward your labor of love are you following me back to what we're saying he said this year is our year 
of visitation. Now, can we read Genesis as I begin to round up this? Morning? You know, I can't finish it, but we have the whole month to do this. And by the third Sunday, Reverend Benga Kotila is going to be around. Is somebody excited about that? Oh, I can't hear you. I said, Is somebody excited about that? Reverend Benga will be around and is also going to be talking about visitation. And I trust God. I trust God that when He comes, there's going to be a word in His mouth for me. Oh, you didn't hear what I just said. <laughs> there's going to be a word in his mouth for me because you see God has not stopped sending men to men in fact you see whatever God will do in your life he will not come down physically because he's moving this year I'm going to make you a billionaire he's not the one that will come down and make me a billionaire it is somebody who will use is that somebody blesses you with billions or somebody connects you to a contract that is in billions or somebody recommends you or somebody do you understand what i'm saying but there's going to be somebody that will do something that will say something that will act on something that will ensure that that word comes to pass in your life and that's why i believe that god still sends men to men so when we stand in a place because of the knowledge that we feel we have and we say all oh, these men of God the fact that there are several fake men of God does not mean that God still does not send men to men oh are you following me do you, do you understand what I'm saying he still sends men to men he sends men to men he sends men to be a blessing to men can we read Genesis chapter 18 are you there come on are you there from verse 1 and the Lord appeared unto him in the plains of Mamre. That's that's talking about Abraham. And the Lord appeared unto him in the plains of Mamre, and he sat in the tent door in the heat of the day, and he lifted up his eyes and looked. And lo, three men stood by him, and when he saw them, he ran to meet them from the tent and bowed himself towards the ground. And he said, My Lord, if now I found favor in thy sight, pass not away, I praise thee, from thy servant. Let a little water, I pray you, be fetched. And wash your feet, and rest yourselves under the tree. And we fetch a morsel of bread, and comfort ye your heart, that ye shall pass on, therefore, that ye are come to your servant. And they said, So do, as thou hast said. And Abraham hastened into the tent unto Sarah, and said, Make quickly ready three measures of fine meal knead it and make cakes upon the earth and Abraham ran unto the earth and fetched a calf tender and good and gave it to a young man and hasted to dress it and he hasted to dress it and he took butter and milk and the calf which he had dressed and set it before them and he stood by them under the tree and they did eat and they said unto him where is Sarah thy wife and he said behold in the tent and he said I will certainly return unto thee according to the time of life and lo Sarah thy wife shall have a son 
and Sarah had it in the tent which was behind him now Abraham and Sarah were whole and were stricken in age and it ceased to be with Sarah after the manner of women that means a period at sea she has entered the state of menopause therefore Sarah laughed within herself saying after I am waxed old shall I have pleasure and my law being old also even my husband is old he says shall I have pleasure praise God you know there is a there is a particular age you get to in your marriage you understand that what drives you when you are much younger no longer drives you do you understand what I'm saying it no longer drives you you will find out for those of you that still have both parents you will find out they can live in the same house for 10 years you understand depending on their age bracket and they don't kiss <laughs> do you understand what I'm saying because for them there's no there's no pleasure again you understand even as much as David loved women he got to a point there was no pleasure for him again did you read it come on did you read it because he got to a point he was so old that he was just staring into space and somebody said there's nothing that even delights the king again but we know the king likes women let's get a young virgin something we something we you know something we you know and they got the virgin the virgin did everything did did lap dance <laughs> hallelujah did lap dance nothing happened Baba can hold it that's your titan you understand she said shall, shall my husband find pleasure in me he said and the lord said unto abraham wherefore did sarah laugh saying that means why is she laughing shall i have a short today child which i'm old is there anything too hard for the lord oh my god did you hear what, he, what i just read oh this year 2020 nothing is going to be hard for the lord to do in your life oh i thought that amen was going to be louder than that oh because i believe that as i'm standing here god is sending me to you this year there won't be anything too hard for the lord to do the thing that you look at and looks as if they're impossible god of possibility is stepping in i say he's stepping in i say he's stepping in and he's making all impossibilities possible he says there anything too hard for the lord to do appointed I will return unto thee according to the time of life and Sarah shall have a son then Sarah did not say I, I love not all for she was afraid and he said nay but thou this laugh and the men arose and went up and when you read preceding chapters you will find out that according to the word of the angel Sarah was found with the child so can I show you the visitation here Abraham and Sarah got a promise from God that they were going to have a child now this child you're going to have is going to be between you and this woman but you know at some points they felt like let's just have a child so he said Abraham go in unto a guy my maid servant and they felt like at least we now have a child because whatever the servant owes we also own it but the promise of God was not to Abraham and any other woman it was to Abraham and what and Sarah and they carried that word of prophecy
prophecy for several years and it looks as if nothing was going to happen to that word of prophecy it looks as if God just said it you understand what I'm saying oh my God there are words of prophecy concerning my life concerning your life concerning Lord's domain family assembly that have been declared several years that is going to happen but sometimes you look around and it looks as if nothing is happening but is it that God did not say it Abraham and Sarah they were already at that point are you following me but all of a sudden three men walked into their life oh my God I said this year there are men and women that are walking into your life oh my God you didn't hear what I just said I said they are walking into your life they are coming into your life they are walking into your life and they are coming into your life he's going to bring about the fulfillment of prophecies that have been hanging over your life Abraham saw them and he said let me entertain you this year I will encourage you be sensitive are you following to every meeting be sensitive to everyone you come across be sensitive Abraham saw them and somehow he knew that these were not ordinary men some ordinary men would have passed and he wouldn't have bothered but he said there's something about these three men then he ran to meet them and said Simon can you come into my house and let me entertain you and this man came he quickly ran to his wife told the wife what she needs to do that's why it's good to have a good wife come and tell your neighbor it's good to have a good wife oh my god say it again it's good to have a good wife tell your neighbor it's good to have a good wife and if there's a lady around you tell that lady man you gotta be a good wife uh, tell that lady you need to be a good wife Imagine Sarah, imagine everyone walking to Sarah. I said, We are quickly prepared. I said, Oh, I'm off you. That will be the event. You can imagine what will have happened. Those men will have left. But she did not, she did not argue. She immediately began to prepare the meal, even though she doesn't even know the visitors. She began to prepare the meal. Abraham ran, got a kid, gave it to one of his servants, go and dress it quickly. Got butter, got milk, and prepared the table before them. And by the time these men were done eating, the prophecy that they had carried for 24 years, 24 years they've been carrying this word, the men said that according to the times of life, we are saying that by this time, according to the times of life, Sarah will be found with a child. You know what that, what that, what, what happened at that moment? The word of prophecy they've carried, there was an activation of that word of prophecy by those men listen to me there are men that are coming into your life this year in 2020 that are coming to activate the word of prophecy that you have been carrying over your job over your career over your life over your marriage those men are coming i said those men are coming i said those men are coming 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 your way coming your way. God has said your business will expand and you've been believing God. Hey, who might expand? Who might expand? But all of a sudden this year, you will come across somebody. Oh, are you following me? Come on, are you following me? 
are, are you following me you know you know the, you know strange things happen upon the face of the earth one of the testimonies of my friend me and my wife were still sharing it we're sharing it this guy has been doing concert from one place to another small small concert as much as he could do you understand what i'm saying as much as he could he will rent speakers rent all of those stuff then he will go from one place to another doing those concerts then one day he and his wife they were in a plane they were traveling i think to abuja or something in the plane and there was a man that sat beside them so he was just the one the concert they just finished i think in abekuta or something there he was just opening his laptop you know just looking at it you know and all of that and the man that sat beside him said wow i like this stuff and he said ah, thank god i'm the one that put it together and he said i'm telling you a true life story some of us know him he said i like what the, i like what you're doing and the man said to him he said wow when i was much younger i had a vision and i had a passion to do stuff like this he said but now i'm old i can't do it again he said i i, I wish i could get somebody that could do it on my behalf and he said sir you can you can support us to do these things and he said really you mean you will do it and all of that and he began to ask him the process which they go about to execute those things and the man said to him you know what about those instruments and all of that i used to borrow you know he, he organizes shows like experience do you understand what i'm saying from place to place some of us know him Toluchi, that's what i'm talking about you understand and the man said instead of trying to rent all of those things why don't you buy yours and he laughed he said sir it's a lot of money and the man said like how much will you need he said that we even need to go to china to go and check to import it and all of that and the man said all right there's no problem and the man gave him one billion naira to go to china one billion were you in mass in akure did you see that stage he didn't borrow that storage stage do you understand all the instruments and everything the man gave him a billion naira I said go 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 set up everything i understand set it up for me that was what he told him he said go set it up for me Toluchi traveled to china got all the gadgets everything got an office on the island set it up fully furnished and everything and when it was done he went to meet the man he said i've got in the equipment i've set up the office and everything and the man said go it's all yours go and manage it you understand go there and manage it listen to me can i prophesy upon your life that that thing which you have been doing again and again and again and again and it looks as if there's no help for you in year 2020 there are men that are coming your way 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 in the name of jesus somebody will just look at you and say i don't know i don't know i can't explain it but i just like you i just i just like you and it's not you know some rubbish love do you understand people that want to use you for something they just they just love you tolichi said one day another time he and his wife they went to that was two years ago 20 that should be 2018 they went to the man's house to go and greet him and when they got there as they were leaving the man said i told you is this your car ah, we need to change it too. the man just brought it to Camry 2018 he said go told one of his i said go and bring the key and give it to them you can take the car away see this year somebody will just look at you and just say i don't know i don't know what is happening to me here but i just i just feel like being a blessing to you i just feel like being a blessing to you and it's when those things begin to happen you will begin to realize that god said at the beginning of this year that is your year of visitation it's your year of visitation
visitation. It's your your 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 visitation. It's your year. These men activated that word. And you see, sometimes the activation of that word, we have gotten to a point where we have hung on to the promise for so long that we just feel like, man, maybe God, maybe I didn't even hear God well. Maybe God did not even speak. Maybe it was a mistake. And that's why when they said about this time next year, according to the time of life, you'll be found with a child Sarah laughed. And the reason for our laughter is we've waited on this word for so long that even the natural conditions cannot enable the fulfillment of what you are saying again. And the angel said, Did you laugh? Sarah said, No, I didn't laugh. Oh, you understand? But you see, either you laugh or you don't laugh, there's going to be a fulfillment of that word. You know what that was? Me. Either you believe or you don't believe it. There's going to be a fulfillment of that word because God is going to carry out what He has said over your life. He's going to bring it apart. He's going to carry it out. He's going to bring it apart. He's going to carry it out. He's going to bring it apart. It's your year of visitation. So year of visitation. So year of visitation. You know, sometimes we, 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 you know, so, you know, even I said it at the beginning of the service. You know, sometimes we, we hinge on what God will do based on the level of our belief. But sometimes He bypasses our belief. That man that was at the pool of Bethesda, Jesus got there and said, Man, young man, will you be made whole? The guy started complaining. I don't have anybody to push me. I've been here for several years. The first year, my cousin was here, but he left. My mother came, they left. And all of them have left and I'm here. I've been here for 39 years, 38 years. Nobody helped me. Jesus said, that's not a question I'm asking you. I'm not asking you if you have anybody to push you. I'm asking you, do you want to be made over? Then the man continued his story. And when the story was going to be too much, you know what Jesus just said? Jesus said, hey, pick up your bed and go. And don't you. You know, they, do you want to be made though? Is it yes or no? You started telling stories. I mean, forget story. Carry your bed and go home, young man. And the man who they had carried all their life on that bed, the bed that had carried him for several years, for the first time in his life, he carried the bed. This year, that which has been carrying you, you are about to carry. The power of God is coming upon your life. You will carry. You will succeed. More than your imagination. Beyond your imagination, you will succeed. You will excel. You will progress. You will go forward. You will progress. You will go forward. You will progress in the name of Jesus. You will go forward. This year, 2020. This year, 2020. We will make progress. Our life will go upward and forward like never before. God will bring quality men into our lives. And don't forget that I said it, that in Love the Main Family is in two dimensions. There are men that are coming into Love the Main Family that will come and transform this house. Are you following me? And for those of you that are seated here, it looks as if the men they are talking about, I don't look at it right now. But during the course of this year, you are coming. Oh, you didn't hear my prayer. You are coming. I say you are coming. 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 
it. Your bank balance looks like jam results. 243. That's how it's looking right now. But there's a part of your transformation. There's a part of your change. Because men, certain men are walking into your business. Certain men are walking into your career. All of a sudden, one boss somewhere in your office who doesn't like you. And there will be a vacancy. And they will say, I don't know of any other person that can occupy this position except for you. This year, 2020, you are coming. 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 That message was from the stables of Love's Domain Family Assembly. Senior pastors are Pastor Banji and KG Oladipo. To reach this ministry, send a mail to lovesdomainfamily at gmail.com. Remain blessed. Romans chapter 5 verse 8 For God commended his love towards us In that while we were yet sinners Christ died for us So it's not about what we have done Or what we will ever do It's about his love for us I can boldly tell you That it's not about what you have done It's not about what you are doing It's not about what you will ever do God loves you And you need to realize that because he loves you He will not lead you in what you are going through Whenever I stand before God's people, even if it's one person, I'm, I'm just grateful um, for the grace he has given to me to be able to share the mind of God, the thoughts of God and his plans, you know, with his people. Hallelujah. The Bible says, no man take this honor upon himself except the one who has been called. Hallelujah. Aaron cannot boast that he's an high priest if he has not been called into that office. Hallelujah. So I do not take this honor to myself, hallelujah, but to the fact that he has called me, hallelujah. So anytime I, I stand before the people of God, I'm just grateful to him that he has given me the divine enablement to be able to do this, hallelujah. I said hallelujah, glory to God. Can we just give the Lord a hand clap this morning, just appreciate him. Glory, glory to God. Amen. You know, when a season where there's so so much work to be done. Uh, this time last year, you know, Pastor Kuni just reminded me of that. You know, we had a meeting in Festa, praise God, uh, in preparation for um, you know the first service of Love's Domain Family Assembly in Lagos. You know, I came into Lagos. Thank you. I came into Lagos. You know. Uh, a week to uh, the start of the church you know to prepare the ground and you know get sound and all of that praise God and um, we thank God for how far he has helped us um, you know sometimes you don't even know how far you will go praise God you know you just step out by faith believing God trusting God that somehow you know um, it would it will clear your path for you hallelujah I said hallelujah you know, coming to Lagos, knowing that we're going to be paying about 40000 you know, for the venue we're going to be using every week, you know, was something that I thought about again, again, and again, and again, and I just didn't see, you know, <laughs> praise God, you know, you, you just don't know how it was going to happen, how you would be able to survive, or how you'd be able to go through that, praise God, you know, but irrespective of that, we came. And God raised men for us. God raised women for us. You know, and 
by those people he has been able to bring us this far hallelujah glory to god and you know this year is even much more specific because last year he didn't talk to us about men but this time around he's talking about men so our expectations should be for more hallelujah glory to god our expectations should be for what should be for more hallelujah so in love's domain family assembly in lagos we have expectation for more in your life you should have expectation for more hallelujah in your business in your career you should have expectation for more because god is going to be sending men and women your way in the name of jesus hallelujah glory to god all right let's quickly turn our bibles to the book of first kings chapter 17 the book of first kings chapter 17 as i bring god's word to us this morning we're still looking at visitation the word visitation hallelujah glory to god he has spoken to us that year 2020 is our year of visitation and by that what it means is that he's going to be sending people our way that are going to be helping us hallelujah remember i said to us if god wants to bless you he sends a man your way if the devil also wants to finish a man what does he do he also sends a man hallelujah glory to god if god is going to give you millions of dollars he will not pour it down from heaven amen glory to god there's somebody is going to bring into your life who is going to connect with you that will link you to those millions hallelujah glory to god and i see a lot of a lot of stuff happening in our life this year a lot a lot is going to happen in our life this year glory to god all right are we there in first kings chapter 17 i'll read from verse 1 and elijah the tishbite who was of the inhabitants of gilead said unto ahab as the lord god of israel liveth before whom i stand there shall not be dew nor rain these years but according to my word and the word of the lord came unto him saying get thee ends and turn thee eastward and hide thyself by the brook chariot that is before jordan and it shall be that thou shalt drink of the brook and i have commanded the ravens to feed thee there so he went and did according to the word of the lord for he went and dwelt by the brook chariot that is before jordan <coughs> excuse me and the ravens brought him bread and flesh in the morning and bread and flesh in the evening and he drank of the brook and it came to pass after a while that the brook dried up because there had been no rain in the land and the word of the lord came unto him saying arise get thee to zarephath which belongeth to zidon and dwell there behold i have commanded a widow there to sustain thee so he arose and went to zarephath and when he came to the gate of the city behold the widow woman was there gathering of sticks and he called to her and said fetch me i pray thee a little water in a vessel that i may drink and as she was going to fetch it he called to her and said bring me i pray thee a morsel of bread in your hand and she said as the lord thy god liveth i have not a kick but an handful of meal in a barrel and a little oil in a cruise and behold i'm gathering two sticks that i may go in and dress it for me and my son that we may eat it and die and elijah said unto her fear not go and do as thou hast said 
but make me therefore a little cake first and bring it unto me and after make for thee and for thy son for thus saith the Lord God of Israel the barrel of meal shall not waste neither shall the cruise of oil fail until the day that the Lord sendeth rain upon the earth and she went and did according to the word of Elijah and she and he and her house did eat many days and the barrel of meal wasted not neither did the cruise of oil fail according to the word of the Lord which he spake by Elijah hallelujah glory to God you know I told us um, let me just give us a little background of where we're coming from so that we'll know where we're going this morning hallelujah you know um, last week I, I, I spoke along some lines and you know some of us have seen it praise God you know I've been put in Facebook jail praise God <laughs> hallelujah I've been hearing people saying it but I've not experienced it before but it happened to me you know um, during the course of the week you know somebody reported you know the video I posted last week I mean okay immediately after the service <clears throat> I think I posted I cut out the part I spoke about you know knowledge um, atheism you know and all of that and I guess somebody because I have quite some number of guys who are atheists and who are friends praise God and sometimes I jump on their line you know to straighten them out praise God you know and some of them get angry praise God hallelujah so but you know Facebook will not tell you who did the reporting praise God they will just tell you that somebody reported you and because of that this is the action that they are taking so none of you will see my post except you type my name and go to my page or I do a post because I did something this morning I noticed that it's as if if I tag somebody that person will see my post praise God so except I tag you uh, except um, you know uh, you go to my page to look for me you'll probably not see my my post on your feed praise God and they said that will not happen until January 23rd hallelujah and for me it's so painful because convention is next week <laughs> you know I plan to invite people friends you know through my Facebook page but that's about that but what I'm trying to get us to see is the fact that there's much more work to be done there's much more work to be done hallelujah a lot of people are falling out of line with God. A lot of people are falling out of line with church. Hallelujah. Glory to God. They are falling out of line with God. And they are falling out of line with church. In fact, a larger percentage of young people no longer believe in the church. Due to one thing or the other. Hallelujah. Glory to God. But you see, how many of us know that we have what they need in this place? Let me see your hands up. You know we have what they need. We have what they need. So there's much more work to be done on our own part. Hallelujah. Glory to God. But that's for another day. Hallelujah. Now you see, along the lines I was sharing with us last week, because some people are of the school of thought that God no longer declares what he wants to do in a particular season. They are of the school of thought that whatever you want to be in your life, you just have to work it out by yourself than that if you work it out by yourself what you want is what you will get now that is true we all have to work we all have to be determined to get something done concerning our lives hallelujah but you see that still does not change the fact that God declares what he wants to do in a particular season are we still together come on are we still together 
now you have your own plans but God has much more plans for you so he tells you that in this season this is what I want to do in your life and we need to realize that no matter how many uh, fake men of God we see out there or we have heard of praise God it still does not change the fact that God still speaks through people are we still together in fact I tell people that you know should I shock you even the fake man of God that you say is fake praise God God can still speak through him are we still together because if he spoke to a drunkie then who can't he speak through are you following me he wanted to communicate a word to his prophets there was nobody around he could use and he found a donkey and he said donkey give this guy the instruction hallelujah glory to God and for the first time since the world began and probably the only time it will happen a donkey opened up his mouth and spoke human language hallelujah glory to God so God still speaks God is still alive if he's alive then he's still speaking are we still together except God is dead but because God is alive he still speaks he still communicates to people the same way and I showed us that in Daniel chapter 2 that God is the one that set times and seasons is the one that arranged the order of the season the order in which they will come and there are different events that happen in different seasons during the wet season you will find the rain during winter you will find the snow come hallelujah during summer the sun will shine hallelujah so there are different things that it does in different seasons of life hallelujah glory to God then I took us to the book of Revelation from chapter 2 where Jesus was telling John to write to the angel of different churches and I told us that if he told the angels to write to different churches what that simply means is that if you're not a part of any of those churches as at the time that Jesus was telling John to write whatever it is he was saying you will not be a partaker of it oh are you following me are you following me remember i said to us that the content of what he said is not really the issue praise god is not really our concern in this message hallelujah glory to god but what is our concern or what i want us to see is the fact that if you were alive as at that time if you were living in ephesus for example and you do not belong to the church in ephesus praise god and he was telling john to write to the angel of the church at ephesus whatever he was telling that angel to write you will not be a part of it are we still together so what that simply means is that you must be a part of a local church to be able to partake of what god wants to do in that local church you must be a part of it to the angel of the church at ephesus he said right to the angel of the church in sardis he said right to the angel of the church in philadelphia he said write these things hallelujah glory to god so he was telling john to write to the angel of different churches glory to god so if you understand that in the book of revelation what that simply means is that every church has an angel assigned to it are you following me so what that simply means is that there must be an angel to the household of love's domain family are you following me are you following me and what is telling the angel to tell us in this season is that it's our year of visitation are we still together 
is our year of visitation. The year in which he's going to send men and women our way that will bring about a change in status quo in our life that will take us from the level where we are to a whole new level. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And very quickly we looked at the story of Abraham. Abraham carried the word for 25 years. And it looks as if nothing was going to change. In fact, instead of things changing, it was becoming worse. Hallelujah. Because as at that time, you know, when they received the word, there was a possibility that that word could still come to pass. But the more they grew, the more impossible it became for that word to come to pass. But despite the fact that uh, they were old, I mean, the Sarah was past the stage of menopause, Abraham was no longer finding pleasure again. When they saw the men pass, that was the event that brought about the change in their story. Are we still together? Come on, are we still together? Listen to me. They carried that word of prophecy for 25 years. But the visitation of those men brought about the fulfillment of that word of prophecy upon their life. Oh, can I prophesy again to you? Because I, I believe January is a season of prophecy. Where we prophesy into the year, how we want the year to be. This year, 2020, God is going to be sending men and women your way that are going to bring to pass the fulfillment of God's word upon your life. Oh, I thought that amen was going to be louder than that. Uh, God is going to send people your way. <laughs> you know, I was sharing with, I forgot who I was sharing with. I said, see, you will encounter some people that will change your story to a point that you will look at that person and you will say to that person, where have you been all my life? Where have you been all my life? Because your story will so change. Your life will so transform. Things will so change for you. In the name of Jesus. Their story looked impossible. But the angel said to them, Listen, is there anything too hard for the Lord to do? Is there anything? Mention, what, what do you think is hard for the Lord to do? Sarah laughed when she heard it. She felt, how would, how would, how would this man just say things like that? Maybe he doesn't even know my age. Maybe he doesn't even understand our situation. Praise God. You know, <laughs> we find ourselves in places that we look at ourselves, we look at our surroundings, and we feel like if it's going to happen, maybe it will have happened some years ago. But right now, I don't see the possibility of it happening. But listen, when the word of the Lord comes, there's nothing that can stop it. Oh, you didn't hear me. You didn't hear me. You didn't hear me. You see, even the... Oh my God. You know why Sarah laughed? You know why she laughed? She laughed because she didn't believe. Do you understand what I'm saying? That was why she laughed. But it's amazing that even her own belief could not stop the word of God from coming to pass. Oh, you didn't hear me. <laughs> you didn't hear me. Her own belief could not stop that word from coming to pass. So I say to you that in year 2020, there's nothing that will stop the word of God from coming to pass in your life. Oh, you didn't hear what I just said. Nothing will stop it from coming to pass. I said nothing will stop it from coming to pass in the name of Jesus. So what we're going to be looking at again this morning is the story of somebody that had a visitation that also changed the status quo. 
Because we need to understand deeper what this visitation means. Because when we understand it, then we'll be able to have expectation. Glory to God. In fact, and apart from having expectation, our sensitivity will also be up. Praise God. Because when you're expecting something, there's, there's a way you're sensitive to that thing. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So that you do not miss the timing when that person will pass. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Now in 1 Kings chapter 17 that we read, the Bible was talking about Elijah the Tishbite. Now Elijah before this particular chapter had declared that there was not going to be rain on the earth. And because he declared that there was not going to be rain on the earth, there was famine in the land. Look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor there was famine in the land. Oh, come and tell your neighbor there was famine in the land. Tell your neighbor there was famine in the land. Come and rise up to your feet and walk up to 10 people and tell them there was famine in the land. Oh my God, you're not rising up to your feet. You're not rising. Come and tell somebody, and there was famine in the land. Oh, and there was famine in the land. There was scarcity in the land. There was famine in the land. There was scarcity in the land. There was famine. There was famine in the land. There was scarcity in the land. There was scarcity. There was famine in the land. There was no food in the land. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Now there was famine in the land. There was no food in the land. Because the word of the prophet came to pass that there would not be rain on the earth. Now, God now instructed the prophet. He said, go to a brook called Cherith. He said, for there at that brook, I'm going to meet your need. Are you following me? Now the prophet obeyed the word of the Lord and went to the brook Cherith. Now it was just a brook. There was nobody there at that brook. He obeyed the word of God and stood at that brook and the Bible recorded that God instructed the reading to take care of the prophet as long as he was by that brook chariot. Are you following me? Now the raven will bring bread for the man of God in the morning. The raven will also bring bread for the man of God in the evening. Are you following me? Now you see, there is a study that was done about the raven as a bird. It was discovered that the raven is a very stingy bird. Look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor, the raven is a stingy bird. Is Mark with me? Is Mark following me with the keyboard? Mark, follow me with the keyboard. Hallelujah. The raven is a stingy bird. You know, it's so stingy to a point that when it gives back to his young, you understand, and the raven gets food. What it does, you know, every mother, human mother, animal mother, you will find out that they are always concerned about their children first. They want their children to be okay. The father, the mother of the house may not have eaten. But they were ensured that their children eat. They may go to bed hungry. But they don't want that child to go to bed without food. I was watching Nigel Wild during the course of this week. An antelope. You understand? Had a baby. Had a, I just had a baby. And a, a, a python came. You know. And started strangling the baby. This python was, you know, doing everything he can. Fighting, kicking the snake. Doing everything the snake would want to bite you to go back. And, you know, he did everything he could. Even though the python succeeded in killing the child. But the, 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 the antelope mother fought back with everything she had. 
So you will find out that as a parent, every parent, including animal parents, want to do everything to ensure that the children are okay. Hallelujah. But this particular bird, when it finds food, what it does, it will eat to its satisfaction first. Then the leftover is what you will now pass down to the children. So if it eats all the food it gets, then the children goes hungry. That is how stingy this bird is. But God instructed this same bird that will not take care of his young ones to take care of the prophet by that brook chariot. Oh, can I say to you this year, that year 2020, there are people that will even come into your life. They are not supposed to be there. Some of them don't even like you. But because it's your year of visitation, they will have no choice but to help you. Oh, maybe you don't understand what I'm saying. You know, there are people who wish you will go down. There are people who wish you won't rise. There are people who just look at you and say, we will see how she will succeed. We will see I will succeed. But this year, God is going to make those people, they will begin to favor you even though they don't like you. Oh my God, you didn't hear what I just said. I said, God will turn the hearts of those people to favor you. God will turn the hearts of those. I feel like somebody needs this word of prophecy. They are not in support of what you are about to do. But all of a sudden, you will find out that they are the greatest supporter of what it is that you want to do. Because it's your year of VCT. They looked at her and they said, we will see how. But you see, they are saying how is the one that will bring to pass what they are saying. They will see how it will come to pass. Oh, do you understand what I'm saying? God instructed the raven to go feed the prophet. He said, take care of the prophet. The raven will fly, get food, bring to the prophet first. Can you imagine? A bear that will not take care of his young one took care of a human being. Why? Because God gave an instruction. You don't understand. When God gives a word, there's nothing that can stop it. When God declares a word, there's nothing that can stop it. Your present situation cannot stop it. Your present mindset cannot stop it. Your present thought cannot stop it. You don't understand what I'm saying. It's coming to pass. Oh, it's coming to pass. It's coming to pass. It's coming to pass. It's coming to pass. In the name of Jesus. The prophet was taken care of by this raven for several days. Then God said to the prophet, when the brook, you know the brook, he will take the bread, then he will drink water from the brook. Then the brook dried up. And God said, okay, now that the brook is dried up, he said, man of God, rise up and go to Zarephath. He said, in Zarephath, I have prepared a widow to take care of you. You know, one of the words of Jesus, I wish I could get that scripture and show it to you this morning. When Jesus was speaking, I think somewhere in John, he said, in the whole of Zarephath, he said, the prophet was sent to no other person in Zarephath except that particular widow. That means Zarephath must have been a big place. Are you following me? That means in Zarephath, there must have been not just that widow, but several widows. But Jesus said that the prophet was sent to no other person in the whole of Zarephath except that particular widow 
in Zarephath, that particular one that was by the gates, that was about to cook her last meal, that was about to eat her and her children, and they died. He said, Unto no other widow in Zarephath was the prophet sent except that particular one. Now, the man of God obeyed the word of the Lord and went unto Zarephath. Now, hearing that word from God, you will have thought that the prophet will have thought, praise God, because if I were him, I would have thought that man, if I'm going to see a widow, that widow must be a very rich widow. Somebody that should be able to take care of me in this time of famine. Oh, are you following me? Come on, are you following me? But he got to Zarephath, got to the gate, and God said to him that that is the widow. And he saw the widow, widow what was gathering sticks, she was about to make food, and he said to that widow, he said, please, I need, I need water. Please get me water. And the Bible recorded that the woman ran, as she was going to get the water, the prophet said, please wait, don't just bring water alone, make me a cake, a little cake, make me a little meal. And the woman said, ah, if it is the water, I can get you water but if you're referring to the food I don't think I'll be able to do that because the sticks I'm gathering together I'm doing it because I want to cook our last meal so that I and my children will eat it then we will what? we will die somebody said death was at their door oh my god you didn't say like I wanted to say say death was at their door oh say it again death was at their door say it again death was at their door but you see death is going to be moved back or is going to be chased away because God sent a man to pay them a visit oh you don't understand what I'm talking about I said this year death will be chased out of your life poverty will be chased out of your life sickness will be chased out of your life unhappiness will be chased out of your life sadness will be chased out of your life shame will be chased out of your life for when the Lord turned around the captivity of Zion we were like them that dream then our mouth was filled with laughter our mouth was filled with singing this year you will sing a new song I say you will sing a new song 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 the woman said sir the meal that is left it's so small that I just want to cook it. I eat, my children eat. Then we wait for death. Because after that, there's no more food. We'll just, we'll just wait for death. Maybe, you know, um, it, it's been said that the human being can survive without food and water for 40 days. You understand 40 days and you know interestingly jesus fasted for 40 days and 49 praise god hallelujah and it's been proven scientifically too that a man can survive that means if you don't see food or water to drink you will survive for 40 days before death finally comes knocking on the door are you following me so she said that's what we want to do because we don't see the possibility of food coming from anywhere but the man who got sent to pay them a visit said to them, go prepare a meal for me first. He said, for the pot where you will be pouring, pouring the wheat from, the wheat will not stop pouring. The oil, the 
cruise of oil where you will pour in the oil to make the wheat from the oil will not cease pouring from that bottle he said but go make a meal for me first and the woman being sensitive that's why i said earlier that in this season one of the reasons why this message is coming to us is so that our sensitivity will be up because if that woman's sensitivity was not all she would not obey the word that of the man that god sent to her are you following me come on are you following me because she will not say what are you talking about why would the wheat stop pouring i mean will not stop pouring why would the oil not stop pouring a small bottle of oil i will be pouring oil and the oil will not stop then i'll be pouring wheat from a pot and it will not stop what are you talking about you're just trying to forewarn me you understand what i'm talking about this generation will quickly go on instagram and do a post and say the man of god came to my house stingy man of god do you understand only men of god everywhere they are all thieves. They are all after our money. They are all after our resource. One of them just came to my house and is asking me to cook my last meal. Imagine. Then he will put the picture there, pan and post it. Then Insta blog will pick it off. But she was sensitive, and she said, "I, I really don't see that happening." But if he says she make a meal for you first, I will do it. Then she went and prepared. Listen, you know, <laughs> reading that story again made me see some things. Do you realize that she went and made that meal? And the miracle did not happen when she went to make that first meal. Oh, are you following this? Come on, are you following this? Because the Bible recorded that she went and made that meal gave it to the man of God then the man of God after he finished eating the man of God now said you can now go and prepare a meal for yourself and I'm sure she must have been wondering I've emptied the pot I've emptied the oil now you're telling me to go back and prepare but as she got to the pot as she opened the pot there was wheat inside oh are you following me she took the empty bottle of oil she lifted it up and there was oil inside and the bible said that she poured the oil and she poured the oils the wheat also and they were fed both the prophet both herself and her children were fed for how many days for how many days did you read it until the famine was over so if the famine remained two more years from that pot they kept eating from that oil they kept eating from that pot they kept eating from that oil you understand somebody that was supposed to die but one visitation changed their story one visitation altered the story of their life this year 2020 there's someone somebody god is going to be sending into your life there are men and women that god is going to be sending into your life that will change your story Oh, you didn't hear what I said. They will change your story. They will alter your story. They will change your story. You see, I don't know the point at which they will meet you. It may be at the point where you're about to just throw in the tower and say, I've, I've done my best. You know, it may even be at the point where you look and say, I thought pastor said this year is our year of visitation you know when you make that statement it means as if it, what it simply means is that nothing is happening do you understand what i'm talking about you know maybe after church service you just walk up to someone and say hi bk i thought 
pastor said that this year is our year of visitation when you hear a man say that or someone say that what it means is that or the saw a man may i never may i never see him. I, i've not experienced it hallelujah i said hallelujah it, it may be at that point you may even get to that point not in the course of the year but listen to me no matter what happens this year there's somebody there's someone there's a man coming there's a woman coming into your life there's a boy coming there's a girl coming into your life that will alter everything about your life oh i don't know what i'm talking to something is about to change something is about to alter there's about to be a visitation in the name of Jesus you know when the word came to the prophet that he should go he should go to Zarephath that he has prepared a widow for him you see when you look at that statement alone what you'll be thinking in your heart is that it was the woman that will sustain the prophet Oh, you didn't get it but you see it was not the woman that will sustain the prophet it is the prophet that will sustain the woman oh are you following me <laughs> are you following me it's not it's not you know because sometimes we feel like you know maybe we're adequate enough to do these things maybe maybe i'm just enough maybe i can handle these issues alone but you see this year there's going to be a divine connection there will be a divine i don't know who i'm talking to maybe i'm even talking to myself you have felt i can do it all by myself but be all of a sudden there will be a rising of men there will be a rising of women there will be a rising of men there will be a rising of women that will come and get it done way 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 more than you could have ever done by yourself they just wanted to eat and wait for death but the visitation changed their story you will feel like the prophet was going to be sustained by the woman but it wasn't it was going to be the other way around because the word for visitation was not to the woman it was to the prophet go to Zarephat oh my god can I can I can I say this to you? I wish you will get it. See, this year you will get some calls. You will meet some people and they will tell you that you know has it ever happened to you that somebody tells you, you know, God, you know this this I don't know how I don't know how this generation experiences it, but I've experienced it over and over and over again. You know, during the course of the week, I was with a man of God and we're sharing experience and we're talking about our campus days. That the encounter on campus we had serious encounters those days. Those of us that were preachers, that were ministers on campus those days, we had encounters. I'm telling you, we had encounters. It's not these days that young people go into ministry and the motivation for ministry is different things are you following me come on are you following me we had serious encounter we had people come to help us we had do you understand what i'm saying i remember one time i was in school i was in Wolef. i had no money you know i, I traveled home and i'd already promised people in my home you know that i was going to bring stuff for them i was thinking my brother was going to give me much more but he didn't give me too much so what he gave to me and you see when i was going home i borrowed money to go home so out of the money he gave me i first had to return the one i borrowed 
Then the little that remained, the people I promised I was going to bring stores for them, I had to buy it. So I got back to school empty-handed, even though I went home. And I was there in my room thinking, how do I get out of this? How do I get out of this? Then Kemi, Kemi that came for the breakfast meeting, walked into my room. I said, Pastor Banji, how are you? I said, I'm fine. Then she said, you know what? Then she put money in her envelope and gave it to me and said, since yesterday night, I couldn't sleep well. And I said, what happened? He said, it just keeps coming into my heart that she come and give you this money. And when she said it, you know what I told her? I said, truly, God says. <laughs> Hallelujah. Uh, glory to God. I said, truly, God spoke to you. I collected the money and blessed her. Are you following me? Listen, this year, people will come into your life and they will say, peace. This is not accident or whatever. God laid it in my heart to do this for you. Oh, are you following me? Come on, are you following me? People will come out of the blues to help you. Because God is the one that will lay it in their heart to do it for you. Oh my God. Can, can, I, can I prophesy? There's someone here. There's something you've been struggling to do. You've been struggling. You've been struggling to do. And you've been struggling to do those that particular thing for years. But this year, 2019, that which you have struggled to do up until this point, the Lord is bringing an individual into your life that is going to bring to pass that which you have struggled to do for several years. This is the year it's going to happen. I said this is the year it's going to happen. I said this is the year it's going to happen. Job, that promotion, that that increase, that expansion. Oh my God! Oh my God! Oh my God! What am I talking? You see that marriage? That marriage? You've been looking up to. This is the year. 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 You know, I was in that meeting when Reverend was sharing that testimony with Pastor Kuli. God told Reverend to tell that lady that that which she desires, God will do it before the, before the year will close up. And the meeting was in December. The lady smiled and said, Pastor, you don't know what my heart desires. That's why you are saying what you are saying. And Reverend said, what is it? He said, I desire to get married. <laughs> Maybe you forgot it. Reverend said, when he heard it was marriage, he said, the thing shook him a little and said, ah, and you don't have anybody right now. He said, I don't have anybody. But everyone said, I'm sure that this is what God said I should tell you. That before this year will close up, what your heart desire, he will do it for you. So I don't know how it will happen, no, but that is what he has said me to tell you. Then you know what happened? Somebody came from US who knows a pastor came in wanting to, single guy, not that he was, single guy came into the church to fellowship after several years of being abroad came in saw the lady and picked interest went to the pastor and said i don't know but i feel so strongly connected to this lady and the pastor said ah, you better pray about it came back the following day i said pastor i'm sure then the pastor organized a meeting they met praise god hallelujah they had three meetings before you understand and the guy said he was traveling back in january 
and that before he travels back he wants them to get married so they went to the register after three meetings they went to the registry got married the guy traveled back the lady has gone to join him now and they are happily married listen to me there is nothing too hard for the lord to do there's nothing you know you see that story looks impossible that you understand you know sometimes we even look and say there are principles to follow there are you understand but listen to me sometimes god will bypass the principle and he will do that which he wants to do in your life oh my god can i say to you again that year 2020 is your year I say it's your year. 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 Oh, why don't you walk up to ten people and slap them a high five and tell them it's my year of visitation? It's my year of visitation. It's my year of visitation. God is sending men my way. God is sending women my way. God is sending men my way. Slap them a high five. Make sure you tell her with all bonus this year 2020 is my year of visitation. Men are coming my way, women are coming my way, young are coming my way, old are coming my way. That message was from the stables of Love's Domain Family Assembly. Senior pastors are Pastor Banji and KG Oladipo. To reach this ministry, send a mail to lovesdomainfamily at gmail.com. Remain blessed.